everyone, welcome back to The Leadership Locker. This is Rich Cardona and you are in the right place, at least for the next few episodes. Uh, if you are an inspiring entrepreneur, a new entrepreneur, then yeah, this is where you belong. Uh, you're gonna get me uh, on Mondays and Fridays talking about some of my own experiences that hopefully will catapult you past a lot of the nonsense that you deal with on a regular basis, all the business roadblocks that you have and some of the personal setbacks that you may have as well. On Wednesdays, this will always be the case, I will have experts on. I will have industry experts, I will have influencers, I will have some of the most well-known names uh, out there in our space to educate you and me and the audience on how to get better on specifics. It could be sales, it could be negotiations, it could be mindset, it could be fitness, it could be diet, but all the things, all the ingredients to being a successful entrepreneur. So let's just talk about rebranding yourself. Look, a rebrand is probably the last thing that's on your mind legitimately if you are going through a midlife crisis. And look, let's first examine some of the things that can be going on, at least some of the emotions that can be going on, regardless of the type of crisis that you might be in. You're probably really pissed off at the circumstances or at someone or the situation. And that is obviously completely freaking normal. You're probably stressed out. You're probably overtired because you haven't been sleeping well because you're stressed out. You're frustrated. You're just frustrated. Like there's, you don't see that there's like a light at the end of the tunnel right now and that frustrates you. And then you're spinning is another one. Ooh, man, you are spinning in your head about everything that's going on. And then on top of that, you're spinning over the fact that you're spinning. And I get that. Now here's some other things you might be feeling though you might be feeling relief. Like if I had stayed one day longer or the, just the, the relief knowing that part of this mess is actually for the better because you're going to come out on the other side. And you might be feeling hope. I mean like significant hope despite all the nonsense and all the bullshit that's going on. You might be feeling hope. Okay. You might be that mother who's like, you know what? I absolutely don't need him. And I can manage this family on my own. You can be that person who's like, I don't need this company. I'm not working weekends anymore. I'm not answering my emails, you know, in the middle of the night. And I'm not going to let them call me in and take advantage of me. It might be feeling hope as in, wow, you know, I haven't lost a ton of weight, but my face looks thinner. My pants fit better. There's all kinds of things on the other side as well. So all these emotions are obviously very common. But again, we're talking about rebranding. Like, how are you going to rebrand yourself, so to speak, when you're going through this quote unquote midlife crisis? Now, let me tell you a quick story, though. Clearly, I've talked about my old job a lot. Um, and had it not been for that job, I wouldn't be an entrepreneur now. But I really think it's important that I, I, I kind of help you understand something. And that is, I was at that point where I could not recognize myself. I had no idea who I had become. Yes, I was working hard and yes, good things were kind of happening at work, but internally I was an absolute disaster. So this is what I like to call a, a public success and a private failure. Now, the irony in all this is that I knew I had been, you know, inching closer and closer to kind of like, no kidding, like full on crisis mode. I was taking unbelievable risks. I was making unbelievably out of character decisions. And all during that time, as I was inching closer to that kind of like walking off the plank, I was losing a ton of weight. I had hired this trainer 
Uh, his name is actually Mike Vacanti. He was Gary Vee's personal trainer uh, for a while. And uh, I had connected with him over that somehow, some way. And he was helping me. I mean, I was getting shredded uh, for me. And I was probably approaching the best shape in my life. Now, look, I was on my feet 12 hours a day or maybe sometimes more at work. But before work, I would run probably three and a half miles in the Texas heat. And I had a home gym. I was working out at that gym. And I mean, I was just firing on all cylinders. Now, the reason I'm even telling you that is because it doesn't make sense, right? Like I am improving. I am succeeding very, very well in one aspect of my life, which was kind of that weight loss and fitness and just getting kind of jacked and putting up a lot of weight. And at the same time, I was flailing mentally and internally from my job and what I was doing. Now, the funny thing about this is that, well, number one, like you cannot counteract the poison and the toxicity that may be happening with just addressing one little thing. Now, it doesn't mean you have to address everything at once, but you're not going to be able to counteract it. I believe I was trying to counteract it and just be like, well, if I'm in good shape, then who cares about anything else, which couldn't be further from the truth. Now, here's the funny thing. In, you know, trainers and and weight loss and things like that, there's a phrase that I've heard many, many times. It's, you can't out-exercise a bad diet. And that, I believe, is completely and unbelievably accurate. Now, in this case, I couldn't out-exercise. It wasn't a diet, but it was a bad job and a bad situation, and I couldn't escape myself. So the reason I'm going to, I wanted to tell you that before we talk about how to rebrand yourself, so to speak, is to just really be on the lookout for areas that you may be thriving in that you believe might be balancing out all the nonsense. We do this in relationships. We do this with jobs. We do this with locations. We do this with just our own mental health. And that's something you absolutely have to pay attention to. Now let's get on to how to rebrand. I really hope this isn't um, a letdown, what I'm about to tell you in terms of how to rebrand, but you don't need to rebuild your brand. Okay, you don't need to redo anything. Okay, you now have a clean slate. I want you to look at everything that's going on as a signal that your mind and your body and your just state is meant to be running like a bat out of hell from all these situations. You are not enduring, you are escaping. And with that means you have a fresh fresh opportunity to do whatever the fuck you want, how you want to do it. Now, that is, of course, easier said than done. And I've talked about that in videos before. But there is a point where if you acknowledge what I mentioned earlier, which is going to be that relief, that kind of peace, that hope, that all of a sudden, all the things that you were thinking about and all the things that are driving you nuts are not only going to be a little bit easier to deal with, but you're going to recognize that the input and the external factors, they carry too much weight. They carry too much weight. Now, the fact that you're even focusing on your brand, so to speak, just means you're looking internal. And this whole thing is an exercise in self-awareness. And I don't care how often that phrase might be thrown around, you know, with some of the other phrases that we probably hate, authenticity, provide value, and all these other things. But self-awareness, I am telling you, is like the no kidding unlock. Let me get you another quick story. When I walked away from that job, when I was pretty much probably gonna get fired anyway, because of my me being absolutely nuts, I started to look at the things that enjoyed me. 
I was living with my in-laws. I was living with my in-laws. And somehow, some way, it didn't bother me at all. The old me would have been rushing to find some way to make a lot more money, to not lose out on that salary, and just to get us somewhere nicer immediately because I had too much pride. But you know what I did? I, again, I looked at it as an opportunity. It was relief, okay? These people were willing to provide me and my wife and my daughter and my dog a place to stay. That was one of those first mindset shifts that I had. And then I started pursuing what it is I wanted to do. Now, look, you might not be able to walk away from your job right now. And you might not be able to walk from a relationship right now. And you might not be able to you know, lose a ton of weight right now. But whatever crisis it is that you're thinking, if you flip it and you have the ability to just kind of refocus and readjust your perspective to look at it as an opportunity, it's going to start to change things. Now, how does a brand come into place here? A brand is what people think about you when what they say about you when you're not in the room. And you know what? Like, how can you possibly freaking keep tabs on that? You can't. You cannot. And that's the whole thing. A rebrand begins on what you think about yourself. A brand is a personal brand is what you think about yourself. Because if that is dialed in, then it is going to come across exuberantly and charismatically and confidently to the outside world. But here's the thing, you are going to get to this point in this crisis on the upswing where you are recognizing that you can out exercise a bad diet, right? Like you're going to recognize that it's going to take a little bit of effort in multiple places. And you are just going to probably see a momentum shift that you didn't expect coming. And that is going to be a large part of your rebrand. Because once you get a taste of that, you're not going to want to walk away from it. And your brand is actually going to start to develop. People are going to see it as someone who's coming out on the other side of something, someone who is able to be resilient, someone who is able to persevere. And then all of a sudden, people are going to be like, I want that. They might not want your crisis or whatever the fuck you went through, but they are going to want not only to see you win, whether they celebrate that privately or with you, but they're going to see that as a mirror and they're going to want it for themselves. And then your brand really starts to kind of catch steam. You've already done the work internally to just think about how much you care about yourself and what you want for yourself. Okay. This is literally like, let's just say uh, you were on like an all vegetarian diet and I have nothing against vegetarians or anything like that, but you're like, no, dude, like I really like to have my burgers. Or I really like to have my steaks. Like those types of things, you're, gonna, you're not going to compromise them again. Okay. If you're in a relationship and this person really goes overboard with getting you gifts and you're not necessarily a gift giver, you know, and, and you don't believe that and you believe it's experiences that actually matter, then you're not going to actually give a shit that this is what that person wants. And it sounds crazy and indulgent and, and totally selfish. But the more selfish you can become in a situation like this, the better it is going to be for you, the better it's going to be for your brand, and the better it's going to be to the brand represented externally. So this is what I hope you take away from this. This is not a rebuild, okay? This is becoming completely in tune with what it is you want, how you want it, and recognizing a crisis or crises as actually an opportunity. It is a signal from the universe that you should run and never look back at whatever it is that is probably at the epicenter or the eye of this storm. And if you can do that, 
your brand is going to come together. I don't want you to think about how to fortify your personal brand and make yourself unstoppable. I just want you to think about you. Okay. If you think about how you're branded to everyone else, you will never focus on how you're branded to you. So with that said, that and this is how the content's going to go. I am going to walk you through certain situations and experiences from others, from me, from guests that are going to flip this shit on its head, where you will realize that act two is absolutely about you. And it's something you should probably share with other people who might be in this situation. We'll see you next time.